You're listening to the What The Fab podcast, where empowered women empower women through candid conversations, inspiring stories, and tangible tips. I'm your host, Elise Armitage. I'm a digital creator, and I left my nine to five job at Google to chase my dreams of being an entrepreneur. I'm so happy to have you here. Let's get into some real talk. Hello, and welcome back to the What the Fab podcast. I hope that you are doing well, hanging in there. This start to 2022 has been challenging. I feel like we are kind of in this like deja vu. Everyone's super frustrated. Everyone's either got a cold and trying to figure out if they have COVID or not, or they have COVID. It's a mess out there, y'all. So I hope you're taking care of yourselves. I am taking a break from international travel for a while. We kind of went hard at the end of 2021. Domestic travel for me and or really just kind of hunkering down and keeping to myself. So I hope that you are doing all right because it is trying times, y'all. I have an interesting episode for you today. It's very different than what I've done in the past. It's a solo episode and I recorded it from my phone in the heat of the moment of something really crappy that happened to me. So I will give you all the gory details in the actual episode that I recorded. But basically, after a hellish day of travel, my car was towed then I found out that I had to pay a thousand dollars to get it back and I just felt sick. It was just like I was so upset and so I really was trying to work on how can I get myself out of this feeling like I don't want to feel like this anymore. I am shaking, I am nauseous, and I don't want to freaking feel like this anymore and so what I did was I really intentionally practiced gratitude. I know it sounds cheesy and some of you just rolled your eyes but it legit worked and so I had this like hour and a half drive home from near SFO to my home in Napa. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to record an episode and just kind of see how it goes and talk about this experience that I just had while it is very, very fresh in my mind and I'm literally still working through it. So please excuse the poor sound quality. We're doing this off the cuff and we're just going to get right on into it. So here we go. All right, so this episode is going to be a little bit different. The audio quality is going to be shit because I'm recording it on my phone while I'm driving. But I've got a two-hour drive from South San Francisco to Napa and just had a doozy 48 hours, more than 48 hours. It's been like two and a half days of travel and trying to get home and just had a really stressful incident that at first I like really, really lost my shit and... Now I'm trying to like reflect, calm down. And I just thought, you know what? This gives me an idea for a podcast episode. Why don't I just try recording it right now while I'm sitting in mad traffic? And I don't even know if I'm going to air this. I just thought, let's just hit record and see what comes out because I I really don't know what else to do. So here's a little context on my last two and a half days. I was in St. Kitts with my family, which is pretty deep in the Caribbean. It's a Caribbean island used to be owned by the British. About 35 years ago, they gained their independence. And it's a beautiful island. It's actually two islands, St. Kitts and Nevis. And we had a really nice family vacation there. I love traveling with my family. I feel so lucky that we get to go on these trips together. I feel lucky from the standpoint of like financial aspect of it. Like we're able to take these trips, but then also just the fact that I know a lot of people, I would 
I would say maybe most people that I know wouldn't want to take a trip with their family because they don't like to travel together or they don't like being around their family for extended periods of time or at all. So I just feel, I feel really lucky that we love traveling together and we're able to do that. Anyways, we had a really nice family trip. The leg, the journey home, we knew was going to be long. It's actually not that long of flying time. Like in total, it's about seven and a half hours to get home to SFO. But American, we originally were supposed to fly from St. Kitts to Miami, have a short layover in Miami, and then hop on over to San Francisco. American decided that it would be cool to cancel that Miami flight that day and make us spend the night in Miami. They put us on a 6 a.m. flight that also was not nonstop the next morning and didn't even offer to pay for a hotel room. So we were like, cool, cool, cool. We were at least able to get them to put us on an 8 a.m. flight that was a nonstop back home to San Francisco. But when we got to the airport the next day, it was an absolute clusterfuck. I've actually never seen anything worse in my life in terms of like just the amount of lines and how long they were and, and crazy. We ended up standing in like several different lines that weren't the right lines because they didn't have signage or anyone to help. So like found out we were in a crazy long line that was actually for international flights. And then we're told to go to a kiosk and then the kiosk didn't work for us and was saying that we needed an agent. So we walked to the other side of where the gates were and they told us, no, you actually have to go back and stand in this super long customer service line. Basically, we missed the cutoff time to check our bags. So like we really should have gotten to the airport like two hours early, but I, I never get there that early for a domestic flight. I usually get there like an hour and 15 if I have to check bags. So because it was such a cluster, we missed our flight and we only had the option of flying through Dallas that day. We got put on a flight to Dallas and then a flight from Dallas to San Francisco at 10.30 at night. There was a standby flight at 5 p.m. So we were going to try and get on that one. We fortunately made it on that 5 p.m. So instead of getting in at like 12.30 in the morning after having traveled for two days, we got in at 7 p.m. And fun doesn't stop there. I realize this is starting to sound a lot like my previous episode of like the travel day from hell. But once I arrived in San Francisco, the last few trips that we've taken that have been like longer trips, I have been parking in San Bruno just on the street next to the campus where YouTube's office is. Why are these dudes honking at me? I don't even know why. Like the lane merges, buddy. This is not a surprise. There's signage everywhere that we're merging. Like, okay. I I had been parking just on the street in San Bruno. There's, from what I had seen, no, no parking signs. I had even Googled like how long can you park on the street in San Bruno? I have friends that do it that worked at Google and YouTube. They park their cars there and then just hop on over to SFO because it's like an eight minute drive away. Like I said, we'd done our last few trips. But when I got in a lift and went over to YouTube, my car had been towed or my car was missing. Um, It wasn't where I had parked it. And so I didn't know if it had been stolen or towed or what. I had to call the San Bruno Police Department. They confirmed that it had been towed and I could pick it up in the morning, fill out some paperwork and pay $108 fee. And so I'm like, okay, you know what? Like I'm exhausted. I'm delirious. I could have done it that night, but it would have been an additional fee at the tow yard to get them to open their gates up. So I was like, let me get some sleep at my sister's place in the morning. I will sort this all out, pay the $108 fee. It sucks, but like, it's really not a big deal. I'll get my car back and I will finally get the fuck home. 
hold up. I have to tell you about my new What the Fab presets. I finally launched digital product and let me tell you, it was a lot harder than I expected it to be, but I am so excited that they're live. They're available. You can shop them on the website. You can just go to whatthefab.com slash presets to see them in all their freaking glory. (laughs) These presets are something that I have been refining and tweaking over the years. And after almost a decade of being a travel blogger and lifestyle blogger, I'm finally making them available to you to purchase and to use on your own photos. So whether you are a full-time content creator or this is your side hustle or you just want beautiful aesthetic photos for your feed, I'd love for you to check them out. Presets are honestly a game changer. Using Lightroom presets has really optimized how I'm able to edit my photos. It makes everything cohesive and beautiful and branded so that when you see one of my pictures on Instagram or Pinterest, you know that it's coming from what the fab. And you can have that kind of brand cohesiveness too by using the presets and tweaking them for your own skin tone and style. They also have saved me hours upon hours of editing photos. I mean, it used to take me half a day to go through you know, hundreds of photos from a shoot. Now I can just do it within one or two clicks. And then if I'm using desktop, batch sync it across all of the photos. It's amazing. Like I said, game changer. And these presets are, they're light and airy and will make your photos look beautiful, whether you're shooting on an iPhone or in the raw on DSLR. I've got the mobile pack. I've got the desktop pack. So there's something for everyone. If you want to edit just on the go, the mobile pack is a great option and you can use Lightroom Mobile. The app is free, so that's a really great option for someone who's doing this as a side hustle or a beginner. And then if you are building a brand, um, maybe this is your full-time thing, you'll probably want both the mobile and the desktop versions because then you'll be able to edit on the go on the app, but then also really like sit down in front of your computer, do that batch editing I was talking about, and just have that really cohesive vibe across all of your photos. So I hope you'll check them out. And I'm so excited. I have a little gift for you. So you can get one of my mobile presets for free. Just go to whatthefab.com slash free and you can get my world traveler mobile preset for free and you can use it on the Adobe Lightroom app on your phone. And the world traveler preset, I've used it on every type of photo imaginable. It's light and airy and beautiful and just makes you look glowy. I've used it on selfies, date night pics, home decor, food, um, my friend's kids, and of course, my jet setting travel pics. So I know that you will love it. Again, go to whatthefab.com slash free to grab that free preset for yourself. Enjoy it. Love it. Use it. I can't wait to see what kinds of photos you create with it, and be sure to use hashtag WTFab presets so I can see and share all my stories. All right, let's get back to the episode. So this morning, I head over to the police department. The woman that helped me out there was super nice. And she was like, you know, there there was no parking sign there. We go and we check. We confirmed that there was no parking sign there, which I don't know how I missed that. I've parked there so many times. I truly don't know. Obviously, I look for no parking signs. I, I really like part of me wants to drive back to YouTube just to check because I'm like, I know there was no sign. Like, that's why I parked there. I don't know. Anyways, I believe her. If she said there was a sign, there was a sign. And I 
I somehow missed it. So then my next step was to head over to the tow yard place and pick up my car there, waiting to get my car back at the tow place. And then she's like, all right, that will be $997. And I'm like, excuse me? Like, did I hear that wrong? $997? I don't know why, but I wasn't even expecting to pay an additional fucking fee on top of what I already paid. I just, I've never had my car towed before. I didn't know that was a thing. And I don't know. I thought maybe the city paid for it. I feel like David and Schitt's Creek, like, I, I don't know. I thought you'd write it off. Who writes it off? I don't know the write-off people pay for <laughs> Anyways, so I was just like shocked. I actually, like, I normally don't cuss when I'm speaking with customer service people, but I just blurted out, oh my fucking God, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, like, sorry, it's 250 to tow it. It's $84 a day. And I had been on this trip for a week and a half and it had been at the tow place for eight days. So yeah, I immediately like felt like I was going to be sick. I was just so frustrated and angry. And it's just like, it's such a dumb mistake to have to pay in total over a thousand dollars for. I felt like screaming. I felt like crying. It just like my entire body just like reacted. So did what I had to do. I paid the fee and got my car and I just like, I was shaking. I was so upset. Here's what I did. I had that initial physical reaction. And then I was like, okay, let me take some breaths and let me focus on gratitude. What am I grateful for in this moment? I'm not trying to turn this into like a positive thing. Obviously this fucking sucks. And I have every right to be upset, upset with myself, wishing a thousand plagues upon the house of whoever called the tow company, the city of San Bruno in the first place. Like, sure, that's a very normal reaction. But how can I like calm down my nervous system, turn this day around because I'm so upset and I don't want to feel like this anymore. So I took a few breaths and I just started thinking about all the things that I am grateful for that this situation is illuminating. Again, not trying to like turn it into a positive. But here's some things that I came up with. First and foremost, the fact that I can just whip out my credit card and pay this thousand dollar fee. If I'm being realistic, it's not going to affect my life negatively. Yes, it's horribly frustrating to blow a grand on a really dumb mistake that could have been so easily avoided. But at the end of the day, it's not going to affect my livelihood. It's not going to really affect me at all. Like I'm going to keep on living my life and nothing is going to change except for the fact that I'm not going to be parking my car in San Bruno anymore when I go on trips. But it really is not the end of the world. It's not going to be a big deal. And for a lot of people, they wouldn't be able to afford to pay that fine or it would really negatively affect their lives you know in the immediate future so that is absolutely something to be grateful for the other thing I found gratitude for was the fact that my sweet sister Hannah drove my ass all around South San Francisco so that I could get my car and not have to like pay for an Uber and throw another 100 150 bucks out the window just to get around to all the different places I needed to go to she had a you know a comfortable bed for me to sleep sleep in that night when I found my car had been towed. She was willing to get up super early in the morning to try and cart my ass around and find my car. And so I was really grateful to have such a sweet sister that was totally down and, you know, kind to do that for me. And then another thing that I felt grateful for was I texted Omid as soon as this happened and told him, you know, that I was going to be fine this much. and like, I'm so upset and blah, blah, blah. And he didn't even bat an eye. He 
was just like, it's okay. I know you're upset, but like, it's fine. Like, be grateful that we can afford to pay that and everything is going to be fine and you're going to be on your way home and it's all going to be okay. I feel like, you know, a lot of other people's significant others could have really easily been like, wow, you fucked up. Hope you learned your lesson. You know, like it just, I feel grateful that I have a husband that's so supportive and was trying to lift me up and help me feel better rather than like make me feel bad. I mean, that's the kind of partner that everybody should have, but I know that not everyone does. And so that was something else that I was focusing on in terms of gratitude. So for me, sitting in the car, thinking these things, I also just kind of like started talking to myself. I don't know. I hope this is helpful for people. And the next time that you're in a situation like this, you can kind of take some of these as like tips or ideas for how to kind of turn your attitude and your perspective around. I started just like saying these things out loud and telling myself these things and reminding myself of them, repeating them almost like a mantra. And it really calmed me down and made like a world of a difference for me. I immediately started feeling better. And I even just repeating it again for like another time recording it, I am feeling better. I was feeling so just like physically, I felt nauseous. Like I felt like I was going to throw up. I had a tightness in my throat and my chest, like just the anxiety and the physical response of the situation that I was in and what just happened. And this could be an interesting topic for another episode, but I took a class earlier this year, or maybe it was towards the end of the of 2020, like in the pandemic, but I took a class about anxiety through Kaiser, where I have my health insurance. And it was really illuminating and interesting because they really went into like the physiology of anxiety and what reactions are happening in your brain, in your body, and kind of how to combat them. And I found it so helpful because you have these, these things happen to you when a, you know, a fucked up situation happens or whatever. And you feel these physical things happen, but you don't really take a step back to think about what's happening and how you can turn things around. It's just like you kind of feel out of control. Like for me, my breathing gets kind of short. I feel like pit in my stomach. I feel nauseous. I feel, like I said, a tightness in my in my throat, my chest. Understanding that this is like a physical reaction that's happening because your brain is going into fight or flight mode. It could be over something really silly too. It doesn't have to be over something that actually life-threatening or dangerous or serious. And in fact, most of the time it is happening over things that are not life-threatening. So for me, focusing on gratitude and these mantras absolutely shifted things for me and made a really big difference. And now I'm on my way home and I can't wait to see my husband and I'm just feeling so much better. And I I didn't want to walk through the door with this feeling of like, I need to scream into a pillow. I'm on the verge of tears. Like that's not how I've I've missed Omid so much. I mean, we were only away from each other for not quite two weeks, but I have noticed that after being like attached at the hip for a year and a half with this pandemic, that being away from each other is a lot harder for me. I really, I mean, I always, of course, missed him before the pandemic when I would travel without him, but like, I really, really miss him now when I'm traveling without him. So I just wanted to be able to like walk through the door, let all that shit go, just enjoy, you know, being home and with my husband. So anyways, kind of a different episode, you know, 
if something, it should always happen. So I hope that the next time that something happens where you're feeling upset, triggered, you know, having that physical response, maybe try this technique. Again, I'm not saying like turn something negative into a positive. Like if you can, if you're that type of person, I know some people are really good at that. Like, great. But for me, it was more helpful to be like, this fucking sucks. It's no wonder I feel this way, but how can I shift my perspective and just kind of turn things around so that like physically I don't feel so horrible and this really worked for me so I encourage you to give it a try the next time something like that comes up for you hopefully you're not out a thousand dollars like I am but you know like I said shit's always happening because that's life so give it a try let me know if it works for you that's it I'm gonna focus on driving home and getting home and I'm already in a better mood so talk to y'all soon all right that is my take. That is my hot take on how I was able to use gratitude to really pull myself out of a very severe funk and just like moment of anger and frustration. And I hope that some of the tips that I gave and kind of the example that I gave is helpful for you. Like maybe give it a try next time you're feeling super frustrated about something like this damn pandemic that we are still in two years later or, you know, whatever it is because life happens. So if you found value in this episode, let me know, shoot me a DM, share it on your stories, take a screenshot, tag me. I'm at WTFab. You guys know we can have a conversation about it. I can't wait to hear what you think. And of course, I will be back next week with a new episode. Bye.